You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Today we're concluding our current series on milestone ministry by talking you through how you can create milestone ministry within your own parish. But before we jump into that, I'm Allie, your host, joined by Daniel. And Daniel, what are you loving today? Well, I love our leaders right now. Aww, I always I love, love our, our leaders, leaders too. For the most part. <laughs> no, they're great. We love all of our leaders. Um, but they're really having to persevere through learning technology and yes it's so hard as an adult sometimes to be leading a group of teens who know more about technology most of the time than you do yep absolutely um and they're just working at it some of our groups are most of our groups are meeting in person socially distant and they have like one or two kids that are joining by zoom every week Mm -hmm. which is a tough dynamic to manage Mm -hmm. some of them are fully on zoom some of them go back and forth between zoom and meeting in person and they're just working at it Mm -hmm. and grinding even though it's tough some weeks Mm -hmm. and the zoom groups have actually worked really well um so i'm just proud of their adaptability and commitment to our young people Absolutely. I'm loving them too. That's so true. We've all been learning a lot, I think, through this time. But our leaders have just totally pushed through, like you said, persevered to just keep trying desperately to create that connection and community within their small group. And they're doing awesome. I want to take your loving because mine is not as good. (laughs) I don't think I am loving Brussels sprouts. Hey, Brussels sprouts are very good for you. They are delicious I have I'm more of a veggie person than a fruit person but I eat Brussels sprouts at least once a day I mean any meal a snack I just love them any way you can make them so you were saying you like them with cheese and buffalo buffalo sauce sauce. well I like buffalo sauce on anything that is something else I can say I'm loving Mm -hmm. but just roast them I'll eat them plain some dressing on it anything I usually just roast them with olive oil and salt and pepper. That's how I make them. And then I'll add stuff to it if I want to or eat them plain. Just a little Parmesan cheese on there is good with them. They are good. All right. Now I'm getting hungry. When's when's lunch? (laughs) Soon. We got to finish this (laughs) podcast We're going to get through this first. Now you're distracting me. All right. Well, we are on our last episode in this series, Creating Milestone Ministry in Your Parish. So this is the fourth and final episode. If you missed any, you can go back and listen from the start of the series. Um, we've just been presenting reasons to do milestone ministry, what we do, what our, our ideas were. Um, our episodes in the past were middle school and high school. So it covered our fifth through eighth grade and our ninth through 12th grade, what our ideas for each milestones are. So go ahead and check that out. But today we are going to help you know how to get started at your parish. That's right. So just to review, um, milestone ministry really is about providing something each year that uh, it's one program night during the year that we do a special celebration for each grade. And students can look forward to it. It gives them tools each year as they progress along to bring their faith with them to everyday life, both now and in the future. And it gives us a clear direction through our ministry that communicates, we want you here every year. 
and it reflects the idea of sacraments and that they're life stage markers. But really, this is a separate thing from sacraments. Even in their typical sacramental years, we can still do a milestone marker. Mm -hmm. And it really is our investment in the faith lives of students on a continual basis. So this is our plan to have an ongoing um, way for them to build up their toolbox of faith. Yes. And we know that this is a big project. So where do you start is really the question you're probably asking right now. And we want to give you three places to begin. So the three places are begin with people, plans, and pennies. So first off is the people. Get a team together. I mean, that just goes for anything in life, right? When you have a team behind you, you are set for more success. It is not a one-person project creating Milestone Ministries. So you can get creative and get committed people together. Um, parents are someone who would be great for this just because they know their teens, wherever they are, um, parents of all grades and ages get them in on this and their ideas they can do legwork behind the scenes too to help you make it happen and then choose the grades that you want to hit it might just be high school for you it might just be middle school we are planning on doing all fifth through 12th grade but it started out as just doing those senior survival kits that we talked about for our seniors. We started there and we stumbled upon this bigger idea. So do what you can and decide where you want to start. And then bring parents into the picture, not only as part of your team, but you can let them know what your idea is for, as Daniel said, the river that flows throughout um, Next Generation Ministry as a whole and through these milestones and you can invite them even physically to the milestone that you're doing and into that if it makes sense. We do that. We invite parents for our eighth graders and our 12th graders. So as they are transitioning or exiting through our programs, that's where we bring parents in. So your first step is people. All right. So step number two is your plans. Start figuring out exactly what it's going to look like to pull this off. And you can start Milestone Ministry by thinking of what each grade needs or is experiencing. So what other milestones are they going through at that point in their life? For us, confirmation is in ninth grade. Most of our teens start driving in 10th or 11th grade. We think in middle school, they're hitting puberty. They're changing schools. Our private school system, a lot of times, there's a big moment during the year where they're getting their acceptance letters and mm -hmm. they're um, finding out what their plans are going to be for their high school career. And so think about all of those different experiences that they're having throughout their experience in your program throughout each year and build your milestone ideas around their place in life and their increasing ability to process their faith. And if you need help getting started, we love, and we talk about often, the Phase Project from Orange, mm -hmm. which is a series of little books, or there's a couple of bigger books that talk about all the stages. And it gives you so much background for what's going through the head and what uh, a young person can accomplish for every grade. Um, one of their books, it's called It's Only a Stage, and we highly recommend using those mm -hmm. as um, a basis for your plans. And we would love to know what your ideas are, too. We've shared our ideas the last couple of episodes, 
And you can feel free to copy the things that we're doing and mm -hmm. put your own stamp on them. We'll even send you as we develop them, the scripts, the plans, the lists that we have. If you want to email us, um, you can find our emails on the website for churchnativity.com or I'm dmiller at churchnativity.com. Allie is a partially at churchnativity.com. Yours is much easier to spell, but <laughs> yeah. Partially, not parsley. Yes, I'm not an spice. herb. There's another yeah, extra there's H, an H in H there. In there. <laughs> um, and it's not Ashley. She gets called <laughs> Ashley. Ali <laughs> partially, <laughs> not Ashley Parley. <laughs> All right. So email us and um, we'd love to share our ideas and hear what yours are as well. And then the biggest thing I think with all of this and with ministry in general is that this is built around our small groups. Mm -hmm. So we need to continue to have leaders and groups go along with each other every year as they grow up. So our leaders ideally would journey all the way through middle school or all the way through high school with their groups or really ideally, like right now we have a group that has been the same leaders and some of the same girls since they were in first grade and they are now in 11th grade. So awesome. That is not the norm, but we're trying to make it more normal. And it's so great when you can do that. So if they're able to journey along with each other through that, you can track a little bit easier on who is in each grade, track those who aren't just the ones registered, but those mm -hmm. who this might be something to bring them back. Um, and those who have come before in the past, you know, your leaders will be able to help you with that and be able to walk through these milestones with their group. Um, and we can, in our database, we sort by age um, and we can find different age groups and who would be in each grade mm -hmm. and make sure that they know when we're doing milestone ministry. Um, so we suggest having a great database too. That's a big part of the plan here is to be as inclusive as possible with all of your teens. Yeah. And I think when you have a plan in place and you are developing it specifically keeping in mind that small group it's easier that you don't trail off and just look at it, this as a separate project you know we do call it a ministry but it's not separate from student ministry it's a ministry because it is a huge project within student ministry or a ministry next gen within a ministry. ministry a ministry within a ministry within a ministry no <laughs> <laughs> but that's why i think that's part of that p is that you keep your small groups at the center of this plan too, because they are the ones who will really carry it through and make it even more special. So we've got people, plans, and then pennies. Of course, as you have been listening, I'm sure if you are in charge of your budget or some or a finance guy on your team is listening, I'm sure they're already thinking that this could get expensive. A lot of gifts, we say we want to give them some, something tangible every single year. So it does. It takes money to get Bibles and rosaries and supplies, but you can budget for this. So that's one of the places to begin. Budget and plan accordingly. If you have a little or no budget, there are inexpensive things you can do. You know, the serving that we talked about for ninth graders, that's can be free. It doesn't have to include dinner. It can just be the act of how they ser they're being served by the upperclassmen from the minute they walk in the door. Writing a blessing as juniors, getting rosaries donated, a fire with candles, a scavenger hunt, donated items for the senior survival kit. All these things can make it possible on a tiny budget. And once again, going back to that people thing and deciding 
what what ages you want to do. You don't have to take on fifth through 12th grade to begin with, especially if that doesn't line up with your pennies. Choose what you can do, budget for it, and make a plan. So we got people, plans, and pennies. And we actually have a bonus P. Ooh. So... After you kind of get this going, I think one of the biggest things that you can do to really build it up is aim for some good publicity. Mm -hmm. So tell your team, your um, volunteer leaders, your staff, uh, everybody that works along with you, and especially parents, um, tell them about it. Sell it to the teens in your group. Show them why you're doing it, not Mm. just how you're doing it or what you're doing. You got to tell them why so that it, it gives them some purpose behind it. And then share it with the parish at some point. I think that was one of the best things we got to do with our senior mm-hmm. project this year is making this senior video and we had photos and we got to see all of those seniors on their doorstep. Um, put it on your website, give a shout out from the pastor, take photos and put them in any print stuff that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just an opportunity there to really share it with the parish and get some positive publicity. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So we had people, plans, pennies, and bonus P of publicity. A lot of alliteration in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of P's. Yes. So do you have one more bright idea for us today, Daniel? Yeah. This whole series has felt like, okay, this is our bright idea for the year. A lot of ideas we're just throwing at you. (laughs) Um, But we have one just little bright idea to help make this happen. Teens love to sit around and think this stuff up. Mm -hmm. If you can include them in your creative process, your brainstorming process, they love that part of it and they feel ownership over it. So have a group of leadership teens brainstorm the milestones with you. You, again, can use ours, but if you want to do ones that are are special to your community, Mm -hmm. then have your teens sit around and think it up with you and make it a special event too. We didn't give you all the details about the events because we haven't done all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more that you can make it a really a milestone that they look forward to, the better. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. We love you all very much and be sure to join us next time for another Car Rides Worth of Content. <laughs>